Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And we're coming and at guys, you. We've made it through two weeks. It's it's gone by relatively fast, don't you think so? Well, no. But I will say this. I I was terrified initially. I thought I can't do this. And now yes. that it's been two weeks, I think, can I do four more? Yes. Because it's just two more sections of two weeks. And I kind of feel like I can do it. It's like I'm still running outside. My son just took a walk, finishing, he just finished school. Um, then he's got to, you know, do his homework. But I feel like we're kind of adapting as well as we can. How about yeah. you? Um, I would I would agree. Um, I certainly would love to not do it for four more weeks, but I am kind of uh, definitely gearing my mind towards that because that's what it's going to be. And so just trying to make the most of it. But I feel like it has gone by kind of fast. And so far, we're not wanting to kill each other. So that's a good sign. <laughs> well, I do want to just call this out. You know, when we talk about local vendors and guys, we're going to have some local vendors on this week and, you know, next week, just to sort of talk about what's going on, I will say this to you. I don't know if you knew this, but places like Houston, I'h sorry, Hillstones and uh, R&D Kitchen, when you go to pick up food, they will actually give you a cocktail and let you stand there with a glass and drink it while you wait for your food. And I know that that sounds like a minor, like, uh, like a, not even a big deal, but it really is because they were blasting music and you were standing there waiting for your food and, you know, nobody was anywhere near, you know, six feet at all. I, you know, mm -hmm. I had Clorox wipes in case I touched anything. I mean, you, you know, you have to, it's a new life, right? Yes, but it did right. make us feel human again. Like my husband and I just sat there by ourselves waiting for our food and we felt really good about it. Just well, a suggest. That, that sounds like a step up from last week when you said that you were sitting inside your car outside of Bandito's and having a drink and looking in, <laughs> wishing you were in. So that's so, definitely a step up. It reminds all those like crazy Hallmark movies or something about the girl who's excluded and she's like stalking everybody in her car. Oh. <laughs> like that's how I feel. <laughs> the outsider looking in. Yeah, well, that, that's like, a good like, I saw you in your leopard outfit last night out with the friends. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a leopard outfit, and we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Yes. Um, Let's so fun thing. You stand up and show people that you're wearing clashing leopard, because that's what okay. I like about it. <laughs> the reason I'm doing that, guys, is, of course, in honor of the Tiger King, which when we left off on Thursday, neither one of us knew anything about it. I was trying to describe what it was, and I literally couldn't because I didn't know. Um, I since have watched the entire thing like the rest of the world. And wow, that's a crazy show. So I dressed in honor of Carol today. And I have <laughs> <laughs> leopard top, leopard pants, and also shoes. Leopard shoes. So, but see, I gotta tell you, there's something a little badass about that. You should wear that out sometime because it's just sort of like, screw you, I'm mixing prints. <laughs> you know? Quite. You know, like when Billie Eilish or other people are like Kate Moss, they mix stuff that makes no yeah. sense. And you're like, check her out. She looks cool. Well, when I came, I came downstairs, both of my kids were like, why are you dressed like that? I'm like, because I can't. <laughs> you lost your mind, Mom. <laughs> Quarantine has definitely got the best of me, and I'm mixing prints, so yes. <laughs> well, we just talked about this, you guys. We were talking about how we should have formal Fridays, and we should make everybody dress up in a gown. <laughs> Literally everybody. For our show, we'll dress up in gowns, and then everybody has to dress in a gown on Fridays and go do your grocery shopping. Go to CVS, do whatever you have to do in a gown just to see what people say. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I, you know what? It, I don't think anyone would say anything. People are just happy to see human beings out and about. So I think people yes, would applaud. Um, I think they would applaud you and be like, look at you dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Um, well, we have decided we're going to do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and it will air around at five o'clock. And like Nellie said, we're going to have formal Friday. So join us. We'll have a virtual happy hour on Friday and wear your, your formal attire. Join in the fun. Seriously, and send us <laughs> pictures. If you get together with friends and you sit six feet apart or just yourself, take a picture and send it in. We'll put it on the website. Or I've seen a lot of people when they're having their virtual happy hours with their friends and they have all the pictures of their friends up on the screen. They're all smiling and somebody takes a picture. So send those in too. Those, those are good. Those are fun. Exactly. So we're going to have a couple people on this week. We're going to have somebody from the uh, ER in our neighborhood, the doc in a box, I like to call it, who's going to come in and talk about, you know, I think that makes people feel safe. So let's hear what he's got to say, being a doctor, et cetera. We'll get his opinions on it. And then just for a little lightening of the mood for our happy hour on Friday, we're going to have my friend, a producer I've worked with many times, Andy Fickman. He's directed every movie you can imagine. He created Heather's the Musical on Broadway. Uh, he's, he's done so many movies with Billy Crystal, with um, Kristen Bell. Very, very funny guy who's holed up in Minnesota, stuck, because all production is on hold. So Ooh, yeah. he agreed to be a, our guest on the show. Oh, good. I can't wait to meet him. I know you've talked about him for a long time, and you've wanted me to meet him. So I'm, I'm super excited to have him on. It'll be fun. And also, I want to hear like what's going on on Hollywood. Obviously, nothing. But I have heard some... Uh, Companies are trying to rush and get their editing done and push out their movies or TV shows a little earlier than they had planned since they have such a captive audience right now. Well, if you're in an editing situation, you can do that. You know, a lot of them are rushing the editing because it's already in the can. So you're really right. just saying one guy's stuck in a room doing this. Let's get it done and get it out there, yeah. you know, which makes yeah. sense. I think what's interesting no to me as an actor is that everybody's talking about how everybody's being compensated in Hollywood. And I'm just going to say this because I've, I've always felt this way. Um, you know, if you're, we're all union members. I mean, I'm in three unions, but like um, if you're on the production side of it, you're being compensated right now. But as per usual, actors are getting screwed. And I'm just going to say that it's like, nobody's going to compensate me for lost income. And it's kind of a bummer. It's a bummer, but you know, I understand that because behind the scenes people don't make as much money, but when you go from making something to making nothing, it's hard no matter what your position is. Yeah, there's, there's, you're not alone. There's a lot of people out there that are having that issue too. And it, it's unfortunate, but we are gonna get through it. I know it, it's gonna take a little time, but we're gonna get back there. Well, but, and the good uh, news is guys, that you're not spending any money. All you can do is buy toilet paper and groceries. And in fact, let me just mention, that after Martha and Sean made fun of me for, for feeling like I needed toilet paper to feel safe, I ran into them at the grocery this morning. First morning toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have been so fascinated by this whole toilet paper hoarding thing. I just don't understand why of all the things, why toilet paper? So I actually did a little research over the weekend about yes. toilet paper because I was so curious. But yes, we did. I, we ran into each other on the toilet paper aisle today. And I just felt it was pretty early in the morning, like 7, 7.30, somewhere around there. I just felt so victorious that they had some. So I bought some. And Nellie's like, you better get the biggest one. So it had like 20 rolls or something in it, I think. But um, she was buying toilet paper, too. We both were. So fun facts about toilet paper. Um, according to the Internet, so this must be true. 
Um, the mm -hmm. average person uses 57 sheets per day of toilet paper and approximately 100 rolls per person per year. That's about 50 pounds of toilet paper a year per person. <laughs> but let's put it in perspective. Let's understand that A, we're not traveling. We are not going to the restroom in, in restaurants. We are not allowed in any public restroom. So the truth is you're using twice as much of that as that. Okay. And second of all, when you say the average, that makes me think, okay, like <laughs> men are on the low average and women are on the high average. So that means women yeah. are using 75 sheets maybe a day. <clears throat> which might be a hundred, yeah. I don't know. And um, I always use too much. I was an overuser of toilet paper, but I have since cut down just because, you know, rationing and whatnot, but. Um, so now you use one square? Uh, <laughs> probably two. Like do a big, like shoo, shoo, shoo. Like I, yeah. Yeah, I was an overuser. I would blow through a roll really quickly. So, um, yes. but it is manufactured in the United States. Only about 10% of it is imported. And according to the manufacturers, they're, it's not going anywhere. They're going to keep pumping that toilet paper out. They're trying to keep up with the demand. But the only way to stop hoarding is to get the word out that there's not going to be a shortage. So consider this the PSA from Nellie and I. Stop yes. hoarding toilet paper. Well, it's going to be okay. <laughs> the thing is, at least they're limiting it now. Like, we could each get one. That's why I told you to get the bigger one today. I'm like, if you can only get one... Get, instead yeah. of the eight rolls, get the 16, just or whatever it was, just so you have it. You know, because I don't want to spend yeah. my life running to grocery stores and running from place to place looking for stuff. I just, I really don't. Like that, that sort of mentality is just kind of unhealthy. Like you, you need to just feel like, okay, we're good. And now I'm not even going to look at the grocery store for five days because, yeah, I don't, I don't know, it just, it feels too obsessive. It is. It absolutely is. So um, back to my pretty outfit here. You didn't watch Tiger King, did you? No. And I'm going to be honest. I just have not been able to sit down and watch a show. It's not in my Stop. nature. It's hard enough for me. Here's what yeah. I said to my sister today, who's a psychiatrist. I said, I feel like I live in an old folks home. Like, I literally feel like it's my worst night. I feel like I'm at that point where it's like, oh, my gosh, we're going to sit and do exercises in our chair. And maybe we'll play bingo. Like, like my, my scope of life has become this small. You know, like, oh, happy hour. We have one cocktail. It just feels like I'm with my grandma in the Bronx in her home when she was 103 years old. That's how I feel. Yeah, the only thing that would make that better is to have like the little bingo uh, tumbler thingy, whatever that's called, and start playing bingo, don't you think? <laughs> yes, but speaking of that, I have to say this. I am worried about the people in the old folks' homes. So for Charles and I, we're in YMSL, and our charity of choice was always C.C. Young, like the section for people who have um, memory issues. And so okay. I think about them now, and I think, what can we do to help? You know, and I, uh -huh. saw, I saw in the news that somebody was making cards for them. So I thought about... Yes calling them and saying, can we make cards or I don't know, what could, what could we send them? Send them cookies, something, something yeah. that puts well, a smile on their face. Definitely a card, pictures, anything like that. And, and I, in fact, I was going to suggest that today. I, um, yeah, call and find out if they want that because I would love for us to recommend an organization that people could send them to. But I think it's really great because kids, Everybody in the family can do it. Of all ages, could write a sweet note to these people because they can't have visitors right now. They're lonely. They would love to hear from anybody at this point. So well, I think that's an excellent idea. idea. I think what I'll do is take the trampoline out of the front yard of my next door neighbor because it's been bothering me for a long time. 
Yeah. Put it in a truck and bring a margarita machine, and that's what I'll provide for CC Young. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that trampoline has been bothering you for quite a while. I, it sure has. And as Kim Gatlin says in her book, uh, a bubble wrap that's about to come out, she said the same thing. She's like rules that aren't really in the rule book of the Park Cities, but really people should know better, and that's one of them. I know. I know. Like. Uh... I, I don't know why people think that's okay, but um, we have other battles to fight, I suppose. I sure <laughs> well, um, let's talk about Tiger King for just a second, even though yes. you haven't watched it, just because every everybody everywhere is talking about it right now. So the tagline is uh, murder, mayhem, and madness, which is completely dead on. And the main character re reminds me of uh, uh, David Spade and uh, Joe Dirt. He looks so much like him. He also looks <laughs> like, I've seen a picture, he looks like the Siegfried and Roy guy. Yeah, like, yeah, really? combination of him and Joe Dirt. And ironically, yes. this guy, this guy's name is Joe Erot, oh my gosh, exotic, I almost said erotic. <laughs> <laughs> Martha's watching Joe. a different version, I'm just saying, like, she doesn't need to share that with us. <laughs> Joe exotic. But there's, it's the craziest mixture of people it's um there's uh guns rednecks murder for hire polygamy politics narcissists drugs people with missing teeth there's open relationships there's really bad fashion like what i have on right now are you and, saying basically what's happening in the park cities now that we're on lockdown <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, prob prob it could be. Who knows? I mean, people get bored. People drive up in the back alleys and sneak in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, I actually heard of a family that was so scared to come back from spring break that they uh, snuck through their back alley so people wouldn't see them come in with their luggage from, from their trip. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to say, Dallas is doing a pretty good job, though, of social distancing and following the rules. And I will give credit to the governor of my home state. I do think Andrew Cuomo scared the crap out of people. And I think what happened was all the other governors filed suit. Like, if you think about it, we weren't anywhere near New York's outbreak before we were locked. We were locked down 24 hours later. Same thing with California. Like, we literally, like, 24 hours, 24 hours, we locked down. And I don't know what that means. I do hear we're going to have increasing numbers, but hopefully we're going to sort of stay the course and keep those numbers down. Right. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, our peak should hit in two or three weeks. So we've got a ways to go, but um, just stay inside, stay yeah. shelter in place. How are you doing with the homeschooling? So to speak. <laughs> um, today was our first official full day, which didn't end up being very long. So, um, that kind of concerned me, but we've been, uh, work, fifth grade is working on some financial lessons. So I think that's really good because as we told Blake, this is the stuff you, these are the life things that you definitely need to know. So take it all in and we had to supplement and help a little bit, but um, we got through it. Yeah. How about you? Yours is still pretty intense, isn't it? You said it was going to ramp up even more this week. I, yeah, I will say that um, I feel that Shelton's going to have to change their plan and I did email somebody there. I just said, you know, Highland Park, HPISD and DISD are not doing grades right now. Like Charles has a lot, he's got tests every day this week and a lot of work. And that's a lot of pressure, 
And I'm not sure that's the best thing when you're stuck inside. Like, I think they should pull it back and I feel like mm -hmm. they haven't pulled it back. So I'm gonna go through this week with Charles and help him. And if it's still the same as it was last week, I'm really gonna say, you can't, you can't do this. Like, I mean, it's not, it's, because I think mental health is so important for our children. And, you know, we all have competitive kids, right? We all have kids who, you know, wanna be straight A students and wanna be the best at everything. And, you know, if you think about that, that's pretty hard to do when you're dealing with, you know, I don't know, I'm more tired than I usually am. And I have so much energy. It just, I think it's a lot for anybody to take in. And I've really been trying to be more aware of that with my son. Like, how is he handling it? How is he, you know, like he couldn't sleep last night. He came into our room at two o'clock in the morning. He couldn't sleep. It was the first time. And I thought, wow, I, I don't, I don't think I remember a night that my son couldn't sleep. Yeah. Since he was probably one year old, you know? Right. Right. Well, I'm actually glad to hear you say that because, you know, we're not supposed to compare each other to each other, but we all do it. And just hearing how intense your school was last week and you said it was going to amp up even more this week really made me feel concerned because our school so far hasn't seemed as intense as yours. Um, so hopefully they will kind of slow down because I have received a lot of articles that have said, really give yourself some grace right now. Don't be so hard on yourself. This is a very emotional taxing time, like everything that you just said. And we, we just, it, this is not business as usual and it's a completely different world right now. And just don't put that pressure to, uh, on academics right now. Yeah. But I think it's the school's job not to put that pressure on. Oh, you yeah. don't want to ruin their records. You know what I mean? You don't want to ruin their records because there's coronavirus, you know? So to yeah. me, I think it's up to them. You can't, if you see an A student drop, you know, that's what they should start seeing is if they see an A student go to a C student, that's a problem, right? If you see uh, a student who doesn't go to bed till 10 o'clock at night and is doing homework all night while sitting in front of their computer all day long till 3.30, that's a problem, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, for, yeah. Well, I do hope that they dial that down for you guys. Yeah, I, I'm only saying it so you guys are aware of it because you'll you'll see yeah. what comes next and how they handle it. I wonder if there'll be finals. Maybe they'll just be projects. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Well, time will tell. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so so gotta watch I your show. gotta watch your show. Crazy <laughs> animals. What's it called again? Tiger King. Okay. Murder, mayhem, and madness. Murder, yeah. mayhem, and madness. And it is. It's crazy. It, it, yeah, I don't want to say too much in case there's somebody else out there besides yourself who hasn't watched it yet, but it's crazy. And like everyone will tell you, once you start, you can't stop. <laughs> well, it made me think of, I have, you know, some Facebook friends and I have a friend I've never met, but uh, I've sent them packages at Christmas, et cetera. And he lives in Africa and he sent me a messenger thing the other day and he goes, I heard that Donald Trump has lions in the street to make sure you guys stay inside. <laughs> and I was like... No, no. Like, honestly, I mean, he lives like in a hut. Like, he li literally lives in a little village. And I thought, uh -huh. that's hilarious. Like, it's like a game of telephone that's going around the world. We have lions yeah. in the street. Maybe Talk we about. do. I haven't seen one, guys, but there might be out there at night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. That's how rumors get started. That's interesting that that's what has uh, transferred to Africa, is we have mm -hmm. lions in the street. Mm -hmm. Um Oh, speaking of walking in the street, have you heard that there is somebody that has been prowling around our neighborhood and um, when people are out walking, they're stealing their phone out of their hand? Really? Yeah. 
it's happened two, maybe three times in the past couple of days. It's um, an older gold car that's like a Chevrolet Malibu kind of a car, but it's older and it has a paper license plate, not a metal one on it. And are you texting somebody right now? I'm texting my son without walking with his phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. You're supposed, and like they're looking for people that have like the ear pods in their ears so that they're not really fully paying attention. And then the phone is in plain view. So um, definitely put it in your pocket. Don't let it be out there to be seen. Um, one of the crimes happened with an adult man. He, he was, um, he said, I'm not a small person. I'm over six feet, over 200 pounds. And I was 200 feet from the UP police station. And they came and knocked his hand and grabbed the phone all in one motion and ran off to, to their car and sped away. Wow. So, yeah, just like people are, are crazy and they're scanning our neighborhood and driving around in an older gold car. So be careful out there. I'm glad you know that. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what happens when you're glued to Facebook and Park City's chatter. You, you yeah. get the scoop mm -hmm. <laughs> for good or for bad. Well, I don't, um, I don't know about you, but I feel so busy. Like you would think I, I was up at six this morning. It's not like I'm doing, but I feel so busy, I guess, because I'm helping Charles. And I guess, I don't know, yeah. I just everything feels so busy. Maybe I'm moving slower. I don't know if it's a combination of all of the above, but I don't feel like I have a whole lot of time to sit around. It's odd that days are going by really fast. Like the number one thing I would like to accomplishment, accomplish while we're on lockdown is to weed out things and organize rooms and it still hasn't happened yet. And that was the number one thing that I was gonna do today. And it's the afternoon and it still hasn't happened. So I don't know. If that doesn't happen when we're on lockdown, we're dealing with bigger issues. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Plenty of time well, to do I, it. That was a problem. One of the reasons I did go out and get stuff at the stores is because I'm such a minimalist and I don't like, I don't even like extra shampoo in my cabinet. It bothers me. Like I don't like a lot of yeah. stuff. I, I think I've told you this, Martha, but like my sister, Mary, after my father passed away and I went through everything, one of my sisters said, if you sit on the couch too long, Nellie will throw you out. And it's oh. absolutely true. It's like, <laughs> if, if something, like, who needs this? Throw it out. Who needs this? And trust me, I've thrown out a lot of stuff I should not throw out because of that. Like, it's oh almost like God. a little OCD thing. So for me, yeah. I was like, gosh, I don't even have any extra anything because I don't like extra stuff. I like my cabinets all clean and empty. Yeah. Like a hotel. Okay. I like my house to feel like a hotel. That's my goal is to. Oh, I have a question. Do you know if hotels are open across the country? Um, I have heard that they are, and a lot of them are actually, I think, offering free free rooms to people on the front lines, like to medical uh, staff who shouldn't go home. And um, they are open, but I don't think that there's many people staying there. No, I just wondered if you took a driving trip, would you be allowed to stop somewhere? I have no, I have no idea. I think you could. I think you mm -hmm. could. Just be careful. Take your no, life I saw in 75 a couple hotels that like Magnolia, et cetera, that totally look shut down. I mean, they're, they're dark. The lobby's yeah. dark. Everything's dark. So, you know, I don't know. I just wonder. I, I saw someone post, I think it was about a hotel in Plano um, that was offering rooms to medical staff. So maybe it's just for that type of situation. I'm not sure, but I think some are open. Is Great Wolf Lodge open right now? <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, my God. That is the last place I would go on a normal day. 
Me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but now all of a sudden it sounds like so much fun. It's so cozy. <laughs> It also sounds like coronavirus waiting to happen. Too. It does. It sounds like a coronavirus palooza. <laughs> have you ever been? Have you ever stayed there? Uh, you would remember. You would not have to think. No, I long. don't think. I know Charles has. I'm trying to think if we did it when we first moved to Dallas. But I don't think so. I yeah, think yeah. he went one time. I have done, I've done two or three kids' birthday parties there. <clears throat> and I have to tell you. I came back so stressed out. There's just talk about mayhem. There's so many, so many people and so much chaos. And then they have this scavenger hunt with these magic wands and kids are running around all over the place trying to follow the clues and uh, get their scavenger hunt done. And it's and there's absolutely nothing healthy to eat there. Everything comes with a big giant mound of French fries, no matter what you order. And right about now, this that sounds so delightful. It sounds like <laughs> what would have sounded to me like going to a Caribbean island. I'm like, oh my god, I would love to go there and go down those, sl those slides and sleep in a plastic bunk bed and, and eat French fries. <laughs> so, what's the first thing you're going to do? What are, what are you missing most? What do you want to do as soon as we are allowed to go about our business? I want to go to the Hamptons. <laughs> that I, went nice. Hampton. I just do I mean I had booked a trip for my son and I to fly out of New York to go to London because he had never he's never been to London he's been everywhere but never London so we were going to do that obviously I have to cancel that um <clears throat> so I really I'm, I'm simplifying it I've always loved our drive to the Hamptons and I'd like to do uh -huh. that yeah what about sounds you good. um go to a beach someplace and have yeah. a big frozen margarita mm -hmm. <laughs> that sounds really good to me I don't know. Just going, being able to go to restaurants sounds really fun. And it does. It'll, it, it, having that freedom would be really nice. I agree. Well, guys, that has been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. And like Nellie said, we have some great guests coming up. I'm excited to meet your friend that works in the ER and your producer friend. Yes, exactly. We'll have more. We'll see you guys Wednesday. Uh, I'm Nellie Shudo. Yeah. And I'm Martha Jackson, and we'll see you Wednesday.